Hello, musical theatre fans. Welcome to the Mayor of Musical Theatre podcast. Ian Boquette here, part-time composer, part-time writer, full-time fraudulent mayor. This is a very exciting episode because the superstar who had to put up with my delusions of being a mayor today was the very future of musical theatre herself, Courtney Bowman. You'll know Courtney from shows like Six, Legally Blonde and Everybody's Talking About Jamie, of course. But if you hurry, you might be able to secure yourself tickets to see her live in Pretty Woman at London's Savoy Theatre. So get booking now. Courtney was kind enough to invite us into her dressing room to record this interview and she was just the most sparkling, wonderful, lovely human being you could ever hope for. It was really fun recording this one. A million thank yous to her. Please check her out on Twitter and Instagram at at Courtney E. Bowman. And even more excitingly, since we recorded this episode a couple of weeks ago, she's only gone and won herself a What's On Stage award for Best Performer in a Musical, no less. This podcast is produced in association with MusicalTheatreReview.com, which is a website I'm proud to write for, currently celebrating its 10th anniversary as the premier source for news, reviews and interviews on all things on stage, backstage and worldwide. You can see all their tweets at at MusicalTheatreR. Thank you for trusting us with your ears. I hope you enjoy learning more about musical theatre's next and, let's face it, current most brilliant star. It's the wonderful Courtney Bowman. It was like that sexy, and was just like, oh, that's really like. Welcome to the Mayor of Musical Theatre podcast. I am composer, reviewer, photographer, and now podcaster slash fake mayor, Ian Boquet, but I am far less worthy of the title of Mayor of Musical Theatre than my guest today. Since winning the 2016 Stephen Sondheim Society Student Performer of the Year competition, all in one go, our guest was the original cast of Everybody's Talking About Jamie. She was in six, for God's sake. She led the Regent's Park Legally Blonde that every production will be compared to in future. And now she's joined the cast of one of the West End's most popular shows, Pretty Woman. It's the phenomenon that is Courtney Bowman. Woo! Yay! Thank you for having me. <laughs> we've got we've got three people in this room. There's not a big audience cheer that you deserve. No, no, no it's fine. <laughs> so we're backstage at the Savoy Theatre in your dressing room. Can you give our listeners an audio tour? What do you do to make your dressing room comfortable? Um, I well, we've got my dressing room lights a little bit lighter, like lighter. No, not higher either. Brighter. There we are. Oh, great start. <laughs> um, my dressing room lights are a bit brighter today, but I like mine like nice and low light. I've got my fairy lights on. I've got, I'm in my big yellow chair. Um, the, oh, what are you called over there? Humidifier. Thank you. That's oh my Daniel God. in the corner. <laughs> Daniel, in the corner. <laughs> no, like, Daniel, tell me what to say. Um, <laughs> with eucalyptus in. Um, and that's about it, really. Later on, I'll have a, a cuppa. I think. Good times. We'll all go to Pret next door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice that you're like right downtown London. It's West End. You've got all of the food you need. You've got all the drinks you need for after and before the show. It is. It's the hottest spot in London. It really is. You can ask my friend Billy Newt Nevers or Bill, um, Benjamin Terry. They both um, come and chill in here from time to time. <laughs> so, yeah. And you've got some champagne flutes as well <gasps> at the special occasions. Are there parties going on? Yeah. Always, but yeah, they're they're leftover ones from previous cast members. They're engraved with other people's names on it. Oh, okay, yeah, which is fab. Because I'm like, oh, here they are. Well, it yeah. makes a conversation when someone comes over to drink with you and say, "Do you want to be this person? Do you want to yeah, be this person?" I'm like, "Do you want to be Rachel? Do you want to be Bob? Do you want to be Lily Wang?" <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, is it? <laughs> uh, so this show, obviously, it's been on since 2020, and there was a movie before. Were you a fan of the show before, or a fan of the movie before? Well, you joined? I've never seen the show before. Oh, um, I was allowed to watch it in my third week of rehearsals. I was allowed 
Ooh. I was banished. Um, <laughs> just because they didn't want me to copy, and I was just like, well, I'm the poster child for not being the same as someone else. Exactly. We all know that. <laughs> um, but I, me and my mum used to watch the film all the time, loved mm -hmm. it, and I was like, Kit's hilarious. And then this came about, and I was like, absolutely. Let's go. And then on top of that, the Savoy. Like, you know, you go like so many, like, see the show or theatre that like, people obviously go for and I was like oh like the Savoy is like whoa. I'm pretty well on top of that so I'm like oh this is so great because my mum loves it and I try and tie in everything I do with like my past and stuff like that or like to link it to someone so it means something to me that's so, really yeah. lovely <laughs> oh we'll have to get into the the other shows you've done then so for Legally Blonde for six everybody's talking about Jamie were they related to your past in some way as well well yeah because um, Jamie was based in Sheffield and I've got family in Sheffield of course um, which and then it was so great for them to like literally come down the road and come watch me instead of them trekking all the way to London and stuff but then obviously taking it to the West End was great and then seeing people from home come that but like well where I'm from Lincolnshire but they anything that says up <laughs> then they're into it um and then yeah we're six massive fan of the Tudors like love the Tudors the tv series as well and then Legally Blonde like I was obsessed with the film and then um search for Elwoods on well it's on YouTube check it out Classic. it is great watch great watch <laughs> <laughs> ultimate noughties tv the fashions and and of course that recorded concert they did for mtv <gasps> which i think is the whole thing's on youtube the audience are so loud in it but yeah. it's good for getting the energy across thank god they've got lyrics because yes. i can't hear a thing because everyone's screaming well no wonder yeah it's incredible <laughs> um so for pretty woman as you say kit is a really really fun character would that always have been your choice in in this show um, no, I'd love to play Happy Man, but... Oh, of course. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. I love the part of Happy Man and then Kit as well. Like, oh, they're just, like, I find them so fun. And well, mm. myself as well, just good time gal. And I love that. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. <laughs> and some amazing songs you get as well. Uh, songs by Brian Adams, in case <sighs> listeners don't know. Yes. Who's written some really brilliant musical theatre songs for this score. Um, it's something you might not expect if you've just heard his 80s hits and things. Yeah, so true. Absolute bangers. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm always tapping my foot. Like, so obviously, it was like when I'm even in my room and I'm like still singing along. I'm like, oh, you're in the show. Like, chill out. <laughs> like, but I'm still like when I'm in between scenes and stuff. If I'm like, well, at the time I was doing my tax, um, and I'm <laughs> there like, la, 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 like absolutely, yeah, love it. <laughs> um, and Savoy Theatre as well, absolutely beautiful theatre, as you say. And it's it's a stalwart of the West End, isn't it? It's the theatre to be in. And it must, as nice as Legally Blonde was in the park and things, it must be nice not to worry about rain and wind. Oh my God, absolutely. Absolutely. And people are like, oh, the hay fever gets so bad in the summer. And I'm like, ah, does it now? I'm no. like, it felt like I had cotton balls being thrown into my mouth every day oh, no. <laughs> in the park. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> so you've been a part of these huge, huge shows. And it's really heartening how, for example, your fans from Six have clung on to you and stuck with you through your career as Jamie. you've progressed as an artist. And Jamie. And Jamie. Yeah, like from, from definitely got a few from Jamie and then a, a massive chunker from Six and then Legally Happened and just like a conga line, really. Everyone's just <laughs> joining in. <laughs> like, it's fab. And it's a lot of younger people as well. So you're, you're leading this conga line into the abyss of musical theatre. Mm -hmm. It must be great to, to have that responsibility for the next generation. It of is, but it's a lot of pressure. Very scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's quite, it's quite tough as well because obviously with the conga line comes, I don't know. I love this metaphor. I don't, I don't, I can't think of an, um, the cha-cha slide where everyone, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was breaking up. But no, um, with that conga line, like 
some people are not wanting to join that train, which is which is fine because I'm someone's cup of tea and I'm someone's cup of sick. And mm. that's the case with every single performer, like very... Yeah, everyone's Marmite. It's true for the best performers and for the best art. If there's something different, if there's something unique, something which is new to people, a lot of people will just be put off immediately because it's not what they're used yeah, to. Yeah, not but what they're used to. I can't imagine the first time, you know, Bernadette Peters and Ethel Merman and Patti Lapone sang in their very distinctive ways. Yeah. And of course, now they're the heroes. Absolute icons, yeah. Well, speaking of the younger generation and first theatre loves, do you remember what was the first musical that got you into musical theatre that made you fall in love with the form? Cats the Musicale. Um, yes. I literally had it on, oh God, tape. I had it on tape because I am tape. an old lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I wore the, I wore the tape out. Um, and then mum had to buy the DVD because I literally wore the tape <laughs> out so much. It, what was it? It was Cats... Half of Pete's Dragon and the rest of Mary Poppins, like all like taped from, uh, they were all the things that I watched. I mean, that's a banging playlist. I know, right? And then Steps Gold, oh, like classic. the videos, amazing. But yeah, de like Cats was definitely the one. I was just absolutely obsessed with it. Yeah. You said your mum was kind enough to buy you the DVD. Was she a theatre person? Was she encouraging of Um Yeah, she's very much like, oh, she, like, she likes it. Yeah, crack on. Like even even now, she's just like, yeah, just do what you want to do. Like never never force me. That's one thing I'm so grateful for. Like my mum never forced me because if she did, I don't think I'd be here. Yeah, mum's like, you got to find your own passion. Like because my mum's in like social care and stuff like that, which is I'm like that is amazing, so brilliant. I couldn't do that job, and she's like the same with you. Like I could not do that. But she loves a good old just singing a ditty. Does my mum? Yeah. <laughs> were, were there um, like classic shows you would bond over? Did you ever go to the theatre together? Um, because, well, I'm from the Midlands, so we never... And I did a lot of dance competitions. So yeah. instead of going to watch, I would be doing, like, competitions and stuff. But, like, we'd always go over to, like, Nottingham. Um, it's not the Playhouse. There's two, isn't there, in Nottingham? That's it. Thank Theater you. Royal. Thank Theater you, Royal. Thank you, Thank you, darling. Um, we'll always go there. And I remember seeing mum being like, oh, let's go, let's go see Chicago. And I was like six, seven at the time. Mum was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Chicago. <laughs> like, literally, it was like, oh. I never knew that it was like that sexy. Mum was just like, oh, that's really like, ooh. And I was like, oh, my God, she's got her legs in the air. Like, she's like kicking her leg, that's so high. And then like, oh, my God, like, and the Hungarian bit, like, and me being like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And my mum was like, oh, my God, wanted to see this. But um, but definitely cats. That mm. that was my foundation of theatre. And then when I was ten, went to go and see Billy Elliot. Oh wow! Um, with my mum for her fortieth. God, many moons ago. Love you, mum. Um, and um, I remember being like literally, bang in the centre, dress circle, and uh, that's always my favourite seat in theatre. Anyway, yeah, just because I like to watch above. But yeah, that's one of my favourite things. And I remember just sitting there and being like, oh my God, like this is this is incredible, wow. Um, and it was Liam Mower. So at the time it was like Liam Layton, oh. which is, you know, they're like, that's full circle. Because I remember going through my programme being like, oh my God, Layton Williams. And then at the time being like, oh, bad education guy, that's him. Cut yeah. to, I've been pretty with him. Like, Jamie you know I mean? I've been in Jamie with it. And it was just such a lovely full circle moment like that particular moment but definitely remember watching Billy Elliot being like absolutely blown away by that production that was something else and Billy Elliot too it's kind of relevant to your life 
as yeah. a young dancer. Yeah. Um, cats, maybe less so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was more, with, it, with the cats, it was more, I don't know, the fact that these people could do like could do that at the time like especially watching the white cat bit and then it took like later on weirdly again another full circle moment she taught me ballet she taught like through three years at gsa so she was like my head of the dance department at, at college and then um drew varley who played uh mungo jerry he was a dance teacher as well and he taught me for what like literally one lesson i was like oh my god yeah, I, I was like, oh my God, Mungo Jerry is plieing in front of me. What the hell? Like, no, I was like, actually, no, yeah, I need to book my ideas up and mm. get the passion again and try not to be too cool for school. Were there any other childhood passions you had if you hadn't gone into dance and performance and theatre? Can you see another career path for you? Or has it always been this? What was the performative flair? Like, yeah, they did the rainbow fish in reception. I was the rainbow fish and like, <laughs> are you laughing at me? And then like... Well, that's a role of a career. But, but like, I did like the Millennium Mass oh. in reception and stuff like that. So I've always had been like... But I never... My mum never... That's the one thing I've, well, I've said it before. Like, she never forced me. And that's why I'm so grateful for. Because mum was just like, she's been picked to do that. She went, oh, okay, mate. And I was like, I want to do a good job. I want to do this. Like, a very <laughs> annoying child. Um, just sat there being like... Yeah, I want to get it right and I want to be good and I want to be off I want to be off book. <laughs> off book at six. Crazy. But like, yeah. You sound like the best child ever. Mm, I mean, yeah, for a stagey mum, definitely. <laughs> but, but yeah, dance comps was like my thing. I loved it. Like looking back, I was kind of like the Maddie <laughs> <laughs> way back when and but without the forceful mum. Um but I really enjoyed it. I just love being there and being like, this is what I'm doing. And you're smiling back at me and you're clapping for me. Oh my God, I really like, like I like this feeling. Why? And then like, as I grew up, I was like, why would I want to stop that? Why would I want to? Yeah. And I really enjoy it. And it just turns out I'm good at it. So why not? <laughs> kind of thing. But like, that was more dancing. And then I only like properly sang. Like I did like, what did I do? Like song and dances, but I did like give a little whistle from Pinocchio when I was like tiny. So it's not really like, it's more like that child shouty singing. Yeah. I never properly started singing until I was about... I, I did Castle on the Cloud when I was about nine, ten years old as a song and dance. And I always used to... <laughs> no, I used to struggle with the low bits, which oh. nothing has changed. It's been 20 years and nothing has changed. Because I'm like, <laughs> when I sing low, it's just terrible. But like, then I was like, oh, you can do both at the same time. Huh? Oh my God, just like the people in Cats. Like that's literally <laughs> what my brain did at what eight nine and you mentioned steps were an early influence as oh. well in terms of dancers and singers oh my god yeah and then ended up working with Faye. oh, oh. of course i didn't literally, even make that connection best day oh. of my life like literally <laughs> i was like <gasps> when i got the, the email through being like hi it's who was it was it roy when i saw it it was Faye and roy yeah Faye, yeah so it was like oh because i i cracked the code with roy okay thank you twitter because i was like i saw that Royal Bianca liked Shane Ritchie's tweet of like about leaving. And I went, on what planet would they know each other? Messing my company manager. It's Roy Haylock, isn't it? Who's that? I don't know. And then literally later on when it's all announced, she was like, what? She's like, you? She's like, how? How? She's the only one that cracked it. Only one who cracked it. I was like, internet. I was like, people are dumb. <laughs> but so no, yeah. Another job could have been detective for you then. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, probably. Yeah, P.I. I think I'm making a right PI, I guess. No. Yeah. A nice waistcoat. Waistcoat. 
Trench coat. Your trench coat, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, yeah, very that. So you got it. <laughs> got it all worked out. Um, which musical score always gets stuck in your head? Well, I did earlier think like Songs for a New World, but that... Mm. Has one been stuck in your head today? It's kicked it out. No, it's not. It's, it's, it, they, it kind of rotates with my weird brain between mm. Spelling Bee. Oh, amazing. I love Spelling Bee. Would love to play Logan. That's just like goals. Um, Songs for a New World. Uh, the Kennedy recording, the one with Michael Kilgore. Oh, my God. Um, that just gives me all the serotonin that I need. Mm. Oh, Lippers Wild Party. Oh, why <laughs> is that not in England? Please. And actually, to be fair, Lacuses just... Like, it's just... They're the, they're the ones that I tend to rotate a lot. But, okay. yeah, like, I... my. Spotify like songs are a mess. It's just a <laughs> mishmash of everything. So one minute I'm listening to I don't know backstage romance like woo, and then it's just like Christmas lullaby. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, even though it's not. Is it mostly musical theatre songs on your Spotify playlist, or is there a lot ooh, of pop and ooh. rock? At the moment, I'm trying to like because some people are like, have you heard this song? No. What do you <laughs> listen to? I'm like musical theatre. Because <laughs> you're a cool kid. I'm like, well, no, no. I'm just like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a stagey kid. At heart. I really am. So you got a taste of the pop star sort of lifestyle in six. Oh yeah, I do. Do you see yourself going more into pop music, Absolutely original not. music? Not at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, not I, like I'm too. Wah. Like, well, I'd say like if there was like a, a niche of pop and musical theatre, like Lady Gaga, like you know how like she has that like theatrical tone to her voice but she's yeah. very jazzy as well i guess but like, well no like, no um it, if it was like if the, that was a sort, certain niche i probably would give it i'd give it a go but no like the pop star life i'll leave i'll leave that i'll leave that to amy <laughs> i'll leave that to amy of course <laughs> uh, currently working with um with amy atkinson oh my god i am i know exciting times um, finally what's what's the backstage vibe like are you partying together oh my god well she's downstairs but this um i live next door in my second dressing room, thank you, Andy Bark. No, it's Andy Bark's dressing room, but I live there all the time. Aww. We're very annoying. But um, me, me and Amy always have a obviously a great laugh. It's girly, like you know the girls, like mm. so. A, yeah, it's quite very lonely tracks. Like I hardly see her in the show, so it's like no nice to see her out of of that. And we like on a Saturday, me, Amy, John, who plays Stucky, and Andy all go for a Kashari Street. It's um, opposite the Noel Coward is Egyptian. Oh, it's delicious. We need more food recommendations. On always. Oh, my Thank God. You. Don't you worry. I will. I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we always go for lunch. And it's just so like, because on Saturday as well, it's like, oh, we've got one more tomorrow. Because like, don't lie. We all feel that way. Because uh, mm. it's a bit, oh, it's, a lot, it's a long, it is a long day. It's a lot of energy to expend. But yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of show. It's a lot of high energy numbers. There's yeah. a lot going on on that stage. And to do that so many times a week, it must be pretty exhausting. Yeah, really, really weirdly, though. I'm more tired now than I was when I was in Legally. Oh, and that was all you. I know. I think it's because of taking a break. Hmm. Lol. Can't you take your break? <laughs> <laughs> you thought uh, I saw your eyes go. Um, no, but uh, being like, what energy? And then see ya. And I'm like, oh, go get dressed. And then... Like, do a bit like normally, like do a bit of tax or I don't know. <laughs> normally doing a bit of tax vacation. Oh, I'm like, ASOS scrolling oh, this one, terrible. And then being like, oh my God, I've got to go back on and do this and then do Rodeo Drive and then, Whoa, and then bye again. Like, again, it's like, with, it's this. And I think I work better with consistency. 
But then I get tired. So what can you, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. Like, this is an amazing show. Lots of fast moving things. Lots of great songs and that. But you can't say this show. But of all the shows on the West End other than this one, what would you say is your favourite one currently running? My favourite show? Well, yeah. it's not in the West End right now because it's 7,100 miles away in <laughs> the Troubadour Theatre, Wembley. It's one Bakerloo line away. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is actually. Um, Newsies. Oh, oh, my husband... Oh, husband Michael plays Jack Kelly. Wow, incredible! And the oh god, I saw it and in Seize the Day Part One because obviously it gets broken up by literally two minutes applause because I literally like my legs said get up now <laughs> and I did because I, I literally jumped up and was like oh my god and we had a show that night and I was like because mm-hmm. I was screaming because I was just like that is incredible like. That company wow it's fantastic yeah, yeah um to spoil the illusion for the listeners i do have some questions prepared of things i want to ask for news is i just wrote the dancing exclamation mark yeah so that's my question for you the dancing exclamation mark just, discuss just, just, so yeah good. ridiculous like when i see them posting stuff online in their bowels i'm like they're your bowels like i can't even run to the front and curtsy i'm <laughs> like oh see you later like i'm off but like oh flipping all over the place sp- spinning like the guy that does the um fuetes in the, in the end of Seize the Day, oh my God. Literally, I was like, wow, that's, I hate you. But I love you at the same time, you know? It's not even a small stage. Like the way they've made that whole theatre, that whole room into New an York. Experience. It's that's an experience. A, yeah, it is an experience. Had you seen the recorded version that I think is on Disney Plus? No, before? I haven't. Oh, okay. I may, like, it's something that is on the list. I want to see it. But then, obviously, I found out a long time that a certain person got Jack Kelly before everyone out, which was wild. Um, so I was like, I've, I've, the first time I'll watch it is you. And I was like, the whole time. Oh, I'm doing it now. Why am I crying? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh. Shut up. Do you um, watch a lot of musical theatre? Do you go to the theatre a lot when you're not in a show? Is that Christmas holiday sort of thing? Do you know what? I completely agree. It's one of those things where like, I like I needed to see Michael. So I was like, I'm going to definitely go and see that. And I've, I've popped up on a Friday matinee to see... Um, people like in like and Juliet and stuff like that because we've got a lot of got a lot of pals in that a lot of mates in that like, cool a lot of my close have. friends I'm like whoa like but they're like and some of them are covers of the others so I'm like oh, oh I've got to okay. go watch it again <laughs> like but then I love it I'm like because yeah that's, that's a great a show to go see just take your mind, great mix of pop and musical theatre like mm. that um but I think it's one of the things where like I leave it for a while because I want to miss the feeling of being in the theatre and being absorbed by everything so yeah. i haven't ever seen anything in a long time do you know i need to go see more plays i suppose starting as a dancer and a singer your way into theater was through musicals so plays is a whole other area left to explore i guess yeah of course yeah, yeah. i love yeah but i've seen i've seen a fair few plays not not as many as i should i need to definitely need to do that more like, i love a good comedy like um i saw the play that goes wrong i think oh. that was the last play that i watched Oh my god, howling on the floor like bank robbery killed me. So funny. Would you so, say that so was funny. the show that's made you laugh the most? Just to fit it in with the format points. Do you we know have what? Here? I really, really, yeah. I think bank robbery absolutely sent me west. Like absolutely killed me off. So funny. Now, I didn't see that. Can you can you sell it to me as someone who's never? Oh my seen god, I can't it? remember. What, yeah, well, I can't remember what it was about, but I just remember literally being on like tears just falling out of my eyes those that's... are the best comedy shows when you can't even describe it yeah just if you enjoy the play that goes wrong and the mischief um theater company like i think 
they have like a sort of show on BBC iPlayer. They do. Don't quote me. But that yeah, that I think they put on like a random like they've created and put a random play on like each episode. Oh my god, please. I I really recommend go watch them because they're like one of my go-to things. I'm like, oh, I need a laugh. What shall I watch? I've already seen Bridesmaids 3,000 times <laughs> in the last week. So maybe not. Classic. That's a big one. That. I love that film. Um, you've done a lot of comedy in your roles, of course. Uh, Legally Blonde especially. So much. You're so, so funny in that. Um, is comedy something that's come naturally to you or is it something you've learned? I think oh, it's one of the things. That, yeah, no. I think if I try to be funny, it, well, anyone really, but it just doesn't pan out. Um, a lot of my humour is like self-deprecating. I'm very much like, you're allowed to laugh at me because I've... I'm very serious about comedy. That's what it is. That's okay. genuinely what it is. But comedy comes from truth. So if you play for laughs, you're not going to, like, well, in my opinion, I don't think you're going to get them. Okay. Well, for your Stephen Sondheim Society Student Performer of the Year win, Woo, girl. that was a comedy song, wasn't it? You did uh, Me and My Town from Anyone Me Can Whistle. Me and My Whistle? Town from Anyone Can Whistle. Oh, because I did Anyone Can Whistle in my second year at college and I played Cora. Oh, incredible. Um... And I was like, oh, shall I go for it? And um, I was told at the time, they're like, you have to do Cora. Cora's never done. Like, it's never been done. They're like, do you want to hear, do you want to do Broadway Baby? Like, they were like, how many times have they heard Broadway Baby each year? Yeah, go, okay, then I'll do it. Can you do the cuts for me? I'm scared. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like terrible sheet music and awful. But they, yeah, uh, I was, because I wanted to do Parade in Town just because mm. it was more, uh lyrical and i i have this like th well I'll probably still have it a little bit now of being like just because i'm funny doesn't mean i can't sing like i used to right. be very like i can sing i can sing i can sing and, and i have that like and i'm like oh, now i'm like crazy but sometimes i'm like oh, no i can sing guys please don't forget that just because i'm a bag of lols but yeah but me me and lauren Byrne, who plays miss honey in um matilda we were the two finalists from gsa that wow. they went with and usually they're like send a one boy one girl and mm. so they thought i was a boy oh <laughs> it's courtney they, I was a boy. they were like they were like are you courtney and i was like yeah they were like, oh you're not a boy and i was like sorry to disappoint <laughs> i was like and, I, and, and um and, and i was like well obviously i'm not, i was like had a top quite a low cut top on i was like obviously not i'm not a boy <laughs> i was like and then and <laughs> <laughs> winning it that year they were like oh my god like you're the one who was the boy and i was like yeah like thank you <laughs> thanks guys that's a proper underdog story no i, I know right I was like, oh. that was yeah did me and my town and i did a song by tim connor called the driving lesson patter that's another one i was like i want to do i want to do contrasting they were like like and i just got sat down and they were like courtney do what you're good at and i was like I think I think you're fine. I'm good at doing both. They're like, yeah, I know, but like, play to your strengths. Do co two comedy songs. But you'll be fine. And it absolutely worked. And it uh, worked out. <laughs> and there's something that the applicants can look to because the, obviously a lot of people who are applying for things like this will go for the big serious song to show their acting range. But people want to be entertained. And if you're a really great comedian, entertain them, but that way. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, that's so crazy. I've just remembered as well because I want to do not a day goes by. Mm. Sorry, that's already taken by Lauren Drew. <laughs> me and Lauren Drew, and this, that's how me and Lauren Drew first met. And like, it was so weird. Like, we instantly went, You're on my wave. Because it was a lot of. And me and Lauren were like, I'm in for a good time. Nice. <laughs> Which is very me and Lauren. And then it took us, what, six years to finally, like, properly work together. Because I was in rehearsals for town when she was in rehearsals for tour for mm. six. But like, we'd teach you on lunch breaks, but that's about it. And. 
And then when, um, cause before I got, I, I was like, I think one of the last people to get cast in legally. Mm. It was madness for Lucy apparently. Um, I knew that Lauren got Brooke and I literally just messaged her. I was like, Who, who's gonna do legally plot with you? And she went, what, what, what? She was like, who the hell are you playing? Who are you playing? I was like, hell. And she, and literally she called me crying. She was like, oh my God, like what the hell? Like, this is history. I was like, mate, we're making history. Let's go. Like, it really was. I mean, you said you won the last to be cast. And were the producers looking to cast? No, I know that Lucy was very adamant of not having a girl from six. Oh, interesting. Little two. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she was very much like, no, like, I don't want to, um, very, very adamant of being like, I don't want that narrative to be like, oh, like, oh, she knows is the people who are in six. Cause that's absolutely one of the things that I would, I, I'll be honest, one of the things that I would absolutely have thought if somebody else from six got it. And then, yeah, she was just like, oh, can you audition for Margot Serena Pilar? It's like, yeah, cool, standard, like, great. Does it like literally doesn't bother me? I'm like, I want to play Vivian. Flat out want to play Vivian. I'm like, it's nice, come in, be bitchy. Like, which a lot of people, well, <laughs> professionally now joking, I'm joking. Um, no as in like people be like oh Courtney's always the one always the happy sure. cheerful one um, and then I was like yeah I want to play I want to play Vivian I really 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 do so I did Margot Serena Pilar taped for it because I was in Cardiff filming Big Cook Little Cook <laughs> and <Incredible. laughs> um, and then they yeah and then I got a recall being like hi we'd love to see you for Elle and for Paulette and I was like oh wow, wow. they're gonna go young for Elle then because I've got a face like a baby. I was just like, I'm clinging on to 16 to 25 casting bracket. Like I, <laughs> I really am with my claws right now. And yeah, I did that. And then they were like, Courtney, we'd like you to, we'd like you to come in for Elle. Can you come in on a Saturday? Sure. I was like, yeah, like I'm literally back from Cardiff Friday night. Oh Christ, help me. I was just <laughs> like, cause like, traveling's tiring. Oh. Um, and I was like, yeah, came in and, were, um, and I, Standard Courtney was like, audition was at something like half five. I rock up at like 10 past five being like, my heart is going. Cause I'm like, oh my God, this is Elwood. This is this, this could, this could change my life, change history, musical theater. Like, I mean, crazy. on behalf of all the listeners changed our lives as well. Thank yeah. You so oh much, my God. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and then all of a sudden this beautiful boy just walks by and he's like, oh, hi, are you, uh, are you here for Legally Blonde? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, um, I, uh, hi, I'm Courtney. Oh, hi, I'm Michael. Shook hands and I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, what time are you in? He's like, oh, I'm in at like quarter past five. And I was like, my brain was like, it's 10 past five. Why are you not here before? I was like, I was like, oh my God, like you're giving me ulcers in my stomach. Like, why are you so late? What the hell's going on? Nothing changes. Um, <laughs> he went in and I heard him be like, what's coming real? And I was like, oh, like he sounds really cutesy. I was like, oh, like this is really nice. And then all of a sudden I just hear the door go, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. And I just, I'm on my phone going, oh my God, oh my God, like looking at lyrics, even though I know the lyrics, but I'm like shaking me like, what do I know? <laughs> Courtney, yes, Lucy. Do you want to come in and do a chemistry read? I haven't even done any of the scenes for you at all. Like I've literally just sung so much better. And oh my God, you guys, <laughs> like <laughs> on a tape. I was like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, did the, did one of the scenes like three times they were like, can you do it like brother and sister? Can you do it like you fancy each other? Can you do it like you hate each other? And oh, obviously it worked great. And then they were like, thanks, Michael. See ya. He left. Little did he know that he booked the job in that moment, which is mad. Um, 
then they were like, ha, oh, Courtney, can you sing so at the end of So Much Better? Like basically three times in a row. Yeah, I walked out past this boy with beautiful flowing locks. Alistair didn't look like madness. And then they were just like, they were like in that night, we'd, we'd gone, that's RL, that's our Emma, and that's our Warner. And Imagine they're the only three people that they were, that were seen. So it was just us three. They just did like a chunk. And they were like, there, there you go, they're, they're the three. So this is Courtney Actual Bowman. Thank you again to her for being on the show and answering these questions. What did you think about her choices? Would you have chosen any different shows? Let us know on Twitter, Instagram or TikTok, all at MusicalMayorPod. Or even better, in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you feel like it. It would really help the show and we'll talk about your choices in a future episode. Make sure you book your tickets to see Courtney Bowman play Kit DeLuca in Pretty Woman at the Savoy Theatre. Now, let's get back to the chat. And what is your favourite movie musical? Um, Dreamgirls, definitely. Like, Absolute classic. Just that show in general. Wow, but that, that film... <sighs> Yeah, took my, like, took my breath away. I was there, like, I want and, and from that moment on, I've always wanted to be in a movie musical. I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things I'm like, yeah, that's something I would love to Well, with Matilda do. and things like the producers as well, that, you know, movies made into musicals and then they make the musical into a movie. If they did, for instance, Legally Blonde as a movie, if they did Pretty Woman as a movie of the musical version, do you okay. think that would work going from the stage? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If they had a few more kit bits in. Nice. Um, yeah, Always be selling. Captain more scenes. Um, <laughs> Let's put that out into the universe. Let's make that yeah, happen. yeah. And then there'll be a movie musical of the musical, movie, musical, high school, musical, the movie series, <laughs> musical. <laughs> yeah, you'll be working forever. Yeah, forever, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> um, Pretty Woman, very romantic musical, of course. What do you think is the most romantic musical of all time? Um, Phantom of the Opera. Oh. oh my God, did I even... No, it's not what you said. You can say Phantom if you want to. <gasps> that as well, though. Sorry, <laughs> I have to remember my answers. But um, Do you know what? Old school Phantom. Fair enough. Like, that bit at the end. <laughs> um, but also another one, Ghost. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw that at the Piccadilly. Like yeah. that, I, I, I met Richard Fleishman and I was there like, <laughs> as a teen, like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. Oh my God. And then when I saw him in company, <laughs> if you saw him in company, you know what I'm talking about. Well, Ghost and Pretty Woman are both obviously very romantic movies that are made into musicals. What do you think it is about those movies that make them work so well as musicals? Ooh, that's a really good question. Thank you. <laughs> like... I'm leaving mm, that bit in. I just think like, they're just so classic like the iconic line well do you know what book the book like the iconic like everyone knows big mistake big huge like everyone everyone knows that and everyone knows my one that i say which can't say cause it's naughty but then like and then in ghost like you know everyone knows ditto like it's just yeah the moments you can latch on to yeah. as well as having great songs to absolutely oh yeah great 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 songs oh yeah big tunes in ghost is probably another one that i play one of my in my list of random shows that i repeat yeah because i did it in my third year at college and just the memories of that always click into place yeah. well, phantom of the opera your other choice i was nodding along earlier as you were talking about it that's actually one that i haven't seen i've lived in london for 10 years i've been obsessed with musical theater i've haven't seen it for some reason please watch the 25th anniversary at the royal abbott hall 
I have my homework. I'll absolutely be doing that. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been what, too long. What, Hadley Fraser, Sierra Burgess, and, uh, sorry, I can't say that I'm terrible, and Ramin. Like, Ramin, number one. Like, oh, I'm aware I'm in the wrong here. No, 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 no. You're not in the wrong. I'm just like, just that feeling of, you know, you feel a bit sick from crying. That's what Ghost and Phantom and the Opera did to me. Okay, so I should go and make myself of, sick from Yeah, of course, of course. Absolutely. Okay. But like, it's that thing where you're like, mm. like trying not hardest to not mm. go, uh, like literally okay. make that noise. So like, you're mm, like. <laughs> okay, I'll find a time when, when I'm alone so no one has to see me do that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, yeah, don't go and watch it alone or go, and, oh. But do you have any shows like that, which are big classics that you haven't seen for whatever reason that you think you should see? Uh, Follies. Ollie's. Yeah, as big a slap on, winner. Big sla yeah, big slap on the wrist there from me. Mm. I wish that I saw I know it's on the National Theatre, but I wish that I saw it in person. Yeah, again, another one, Sweeney Todd, when Imelda and Michael Ball did it. Like, Christ. Yeah, like, when I, because when I saw Gypsy here as well. Oh, my. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's, Follies is especially surprising because, you know, Sondheim winner. You must have heard those songs a million times yeah. at Cabaret's. Even in your competition, I'm sure one of those songs yeah. was done. And then it's the National Theatre production. It's probably never going to have a production as big as that again, sadly. Yeah. And, I mean, thank God, as you say, it's filmed, so it's you filmed, can see it. yeah. Yeah. Need to get my National Theatre uh, subscription. We both have homework then. That's yeah, good. we really do. That's fine. <laughs> um, which musical's fictional world would you most like to live in? Mamma Mia. Are you the only mad? Answer. I'm on holiday 24-7. <laughs> and Abba, see no more. Yeah. Would you get involved with the drama with who's the father and that? Or would you just be sat in a chair at the corner drinking a cocktail? Very, yeah, cocktail, like giving it Rosie. 100% I am <laughs> Rosie. Actually, I think I'm Rosie and Tanya like rolled into one, which is fab. Why not? Why Do you not? know what I mean? Like yeah. the fabness of Tanya and then like <laughs> Rosie's just like, <laughs> change your mind. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I very that. Yeah. <laughs> Just singing Abba songs all day on a beautiful Greek island. Yeah. What could be better. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. a world to live Fantastic. So the big final question, the big <gasps> exciting one. Good. If you were the mayor of musical theatre, which show would you order run forever so you could go see it whenever you want and at which venue? Oh, see, I'm going to just go with how I'm feeling right now. Shock, Sondheim. Uh, company. The company, was it 2018? Yes. 2018, 2018. Yeah. Wow. Like literally watching Rosalie do that. I did a concert with her last year and she sung being like, and like, I'm wow. not like literally, and Jenna Russell was there as well. So I was just like, the, like tears have fallen out of my yeah. face just constantly. Cause I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I like, me and then them two. And, you, and they're both stupid. They are silly. <laughs> Which is That's so good to hear. Which is why I'm like that. You know, I want to be you when I grow up. Like very, like I'm like you're silly, and then you go on stage and you go and sing "Being Alive" like that. You go and sing "Sun in the Park with George" like that. Weirdly, because I was a bit like down after legally, because I was like, nothing's gonna happen for me. That's it. Now that was that was my cool, your little mark on the theatre world, and then eventually another production will happen and, and that'll overshadow like that is where my mind went because it does my mind goes into awesome places and jen sat me down and was like sunny in the park with george was my legally blonde and then rosalie came on she was like company was my legally blonde she was like no like they were like you just have to be like that happened i'm so proud of myself and just crack on like and it really really i take that into my mind i'm there like and then like jennifer's has done everything like do you know what i mean like everything like she's been everywhere done tv eastenders like I and like in my brain i'm there now like ah sitting in the park with george will always just 
have full residency in your heart. And I'm like, that's me with Legally Blonde. I'm so grateful for it. But like, like they're so wise and they're, they're stupid. And I love it. That's why I'm like, that's why I want to be when I'm older. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today. <gasps> oh, um, can you tell us a little bit more about how to get Pretty Woman tickets and things? What seats are the best to sit in? What do you reckon? I, well, get your tickets from the Pretty Woman website mm-hmm. um, or Today Ticks or other vendors of tickets. I personally think dress okay but it just depends how it's what you really like but i my personal preference is to sit in the dress i like watching it all like i do like because it is cool like if someone stood like right there that's really cool but like i don't know i just want to see the whole thing i know what you mean it's such a pretty set for pretty woman as well yeah that you you do want to take it all in yeah like the beginning like when i come on for the welcome to hollywood bit when the, the picture of me with the tequila bottle. I'm um, like, whoa, that, I, I didn't realise how intense the lights were until I saw that picture. Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, so cool. Well, buy tickets and do that. Thank you so yes. much for being a guest on the podcast. You've been an amazing mayor of musical theatre. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Courtney Actual Bowman. What a lovely person she truly is. This was a really great episode to record. Thank you again to her for being on the show. You can find Courtney on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at Courtney E. Bowman. And of course, you absolutely have to get tickets to see her perform live at prettywomanthemusical.com. You can also follow us at at musicalmayorpod. And don't forget to bookmark musicaltheatrereview.com for all the latest news reviews and interviews on all things on stage, backstage and worldwide. Shall we find out somebody else's favourite musicals of all time? Join us again next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Have a great week.